Hello and welcome to Soul Talk with Rabbi David Aaron and Leora Mandel. Rabbi Aaron, during this time of war and upheaval and pain and conflict, so often when we're going through personal challenges, one of the things we're told is um, take something on that you're going to work on. Meaning with this darkness, you want to bring more light. And I feel like on a global scale, there's so much darkness coming into the world. And part of what we want to do is bring more light into the world during this time. And there can be so many different directions that one could take is what does the world need right now during this time of darkness to bring more light into the world? And I was wondering, was what would be your thoughts as far as how should we be focusing ourselves right now? What would you say as a nation, as a people, and then as individuals that we should be taking on to bring more light into the world during this time of darkness? Okay. Well, before I respond to that, I just want to ask that we edit the terminology taking on ah. because it sounds kind of like a burden, you know, like I'll take you on with one one hand tied behind my back. You know, it's taking on sounds, but I would like to call it embracing or right, upgrading our lives. So forgive me, but uh, oh, I, I love that. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. People talking about taking on mitzvot, taking on commandments. It sounds like I'm putting something heavy on me, but I'd rather see it as an upgrade in my life. And look, I, I think the the obvious answer to that is love your neighbor as yourself. But it sounds so simple, but it, it, it isn't simple. But really what we're looking at is tremendous hatred, tremendous, tremendous hatred. I think I might have mentioned in earlier uh, in earlier discussions, you know, in a certain way, Hamas is complimenting every single Jew because Hamas is saying that the entire Jewish people is represented by you because, you know, Hamas is trying to kill me. They don't even know me. If they met me, I'm a nice guy, you know, I'm a pretty nice guy, but they don't care about that because, because I represent the entire Jewish people. You represent the entire Jewish people. And that's really a compliment in, in a strange way that they give us so significance that each and every one of us signify a entire history of the Jewish people, and they hate it, and they hate it. And the only way we can counteract hate is that we increase love in the world. Now, obviously, when somebody's trying to kill you, then and if the only way to protect yourself is to is to kill them, then that's sad, and we don't want to do that. And we, you know, we don't want this war, and and it is so painful for us. To, to have to do this. We don't want to do this because the foundation of Judaism is to love your neighbor as yourself. And, uh, and how do we do that? I think a little bit more love in the world goes a long way. If you look at the world in a little bit more of a metaphysical way, then we are all connected. The Rambam Maimonides says that you should look at the world as if the entire world's on a scale a scale tipping towards the bad and the other side tipping towards the world to the good. And that each and every one of us should consider every single deed of goodness that we do just on that scale. Could, it could make the difference. It could tip the entire world towards the side of good. And so I, I think, it, you know, for, for, for those of us who are not on the field of war, is there anything we can contribute to it being victorious in this war and I think uh, 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 an important and a, and a great place to start is to increase loving our neighbor as ourself. And, uh, and, and what does that mean to love your neighbor as yourself? Well, first of all, it means you got to love yourself. It says, love your neighbor as yourself. If I don't love myself, then that's not good news. I've met some people that I would prefer them to love me 
not the way they love themselves. You know, do do better than that. Uh, but uh, I think very often people uh, overlook the fact that the mitzvah, the commandment to love your neighbor as yourself is predicated on a person that has a, a healthy sense of self. Hmm. Uh, and, uh, and, 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 and we are loving towards ourselves. So I think that's something that we could do. We should ask ourselves, what is there one thing I could do to upgrade my self-care, my self-compassion? What kindness can I do for myself? You know, maybe it's to start exercising a little bit more or maybe start exercising at all. <laughs> maybe it's cutting out some of that food that I know I shouldn't be eating, but I do it anyways. And maybe it's increasing my healthy food intake. Uh, but, you know, you know, maybe it's uh, dressing in a more respectful way. You know, I, I remember I had a student and she had this, she used to, she came to class every day in this torn t-shirt. And this was before, you know, torn clothing was considered a, a style, mm. but she was wearing these torn t-shirts. And I, I, I took her aside and I asked her, I said, you know what, why, why do you wear that tor torn t-shirt? And she says, well, why? I like it. And I said, look, uh, you know, forgive me for saying this, but I'm concerned that maybe the reason why you like it is you identify with it. Because you don't feel that you deserve to dress in a more respectful way towards yourself. And she was taken aback by what I said. And the next day she came back dressed much nicer. And she said, you know what? You're right. I was identifying with clothing because I was kind of leaning into how I felt about myself. I felt like I was a kind of a raggedy Ann. I was dressing that way and I should dress differently. So, so each and every one of us should certainly think of some even small act that we could do with kindness towards ourself uh, because love uh, starts with an action. Most people think love is a feeling and it, it is a feeling, but it's a feeling that is generated by action. And when we have a commandment to love your neighbor as yourself, it's not, you are not being commanded to turn on an emotion. You can't turn on an emotion. To love your neighbor as yourself is to act in a loving way. And when you act in a loving wave, it's very, very likely that it will trigger emotions of love. But if it doesn't, you still have fulfilled the commandment of loving your neighbor as yourself by acting in a loving way. So let's first act in a loving way towards ourselves, and then start finding, acting, uh, finding ways to act in loving ways to our, to others, you know, to others. It's, uh, it's uh, saying thank you to people. It's, um, uh, it's complimenting people. You know, if you see somebody and, they, and they're wearing a, a nice shirt that, uh, you know, you comment, say that that shirt really looks nice on you. Uh, people, I don't think, understand how powerful words are, how kind words could make a world of a difference to somebody's day. Just a kind word. Mm -hmm. We could start there, you know, just being more kind and complimentary to, to people, um, you know, um, you know, uh, I, I, uh, I, I had to go to, I, I go to the pharmacy to get a medication that, that we need uh, uh, once every six weeks. So I'm, I go to this pharmacy every six weeks and there's a woman there that generally I end up with, with her. She's, she's generally at the counter 
And she's an Arab woman. And she is so amazing. She is so caring and so careful in explaining to me, you know, and and so I realized that I have been interacting with this woman for already a year and I don't even know her name. And I said, this, that's really wrong. You know, like she's not a computer. She's a person. So I asked her her name and she said her name is Reem. And then I and I told her, well, my name is David. And 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 it's, it's a whole different level. And, you know, and, and she felt that she's not simply somebody at, on the other side of the counter. You know, but somebody that's being related to and and I often and I and I constantly am careful to 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 thank her, to compliment her. And the other day I said to she was very careful explaining to me about a medication. I said, you know, more than doctors. She really, I mean, like what she says is like, wow, it's just amazing. And she felt so good. I said, did you ever think of being a doctor? She said, no, no. And so we could we could so cheer up people and you know i love mark twain's teaching the best way to cheer yourself up is to cheer others up mm, that's good hmm. so it really is a matter of being more mindful of thinking outside of myself and being in a mind space of today what can i do to bring some to upgrade someone else's day by giving them a compliment paying attention to something that they might have done and showing a sense of appreciation noticing how someone else might need what the words that I say, how they can have a positive effect on the other person. You know, I would challenge everyone that's listening right now that as soon as this podcast is over, think of just one person that you haven't been in touch with in a while and send them, you know, a WhatsApp, uh, an SMS, uh, a message, uh, uh, an, an email, just, you know, you came to mind and I, I just want to let you know how, how much you mean to me. And I know we haven't been in touch in a while, but just want to send you my blessings and my, my gratitude for the, the, how, how you've been so kind to me. I remember maybe be a little more specific. I remember, you know, a couple of weeks ago, months ago, years ago, you did this for me. You know, it's, um, you know, I happened to meet somebody on the street just a, two hours ago that I haven't seen in, probably oh almost 40 years wow almost 40 years and then uh, we've both changed we've uh, become our, our, our the color of our hair has changed and i didn't recognize him he he recognized me and uh he was in my program israelite and we we haven't been in touch in, in that long but we but he recognized me and then i recognized him i first recognized his voice which was interesting and then i recognized his face and i said to him I said, you know, I remember that you gave me this advice and, and, and he was shocked that after 40 years, that advice he gave me really made a difference. And I took that advice and he was so touched by that. And, and I, and, and, you know, and that's just a, a little story of how, how we could just give people a boost in so much now. I mean, it's so easy to feel so down and so feel so dark. You know, so if we if we're not here for each other, then then, then what are we doing here? Mm, that's such a powerful point. And sometimes it's just a matter of being more mindful. We get sort of, I think, wrapped into ourselves, how I'm feeling, what I'm going through. And it's trying to think a little bit outside of paying attention to the people around me about the effect that I, once I work, I, that is the first step, as you said, is love yourself. 
But the next step is thinking outside of myself and noticing other people around me, what I can do to try to give them that boost and that upgrade. But now I have a bit of a difficult question, at least not sure how to answer this one. How does this work when it comes to people who we have a hard time with? Because on the one hand, I think there's a lot of work to be done with people who are in our lives, neutral, just a matter of that mindfulness of expressing appreciation and love. But there's people in, in our lives sometimes that have hurt us, have taken advantage of us. And sometimes I think that's the hardest time to do this. Uh, love your neighbor as yourself. So how does one approach that? Uh, you know, it reminds me of a, a Hasidic story I once heard from one of my teachers. Uh, there was a Hasidic rabbi who went back to his shtetl, his, the old the whole town that he came from, and he decided he would celebrate the holiday of Sukkot in that town uh, with his, uh, you know, with his, uh, his, his, his students, uh, the group of students that joined him, and they were building a sukkah, and suddenly this old man came out of his house and started cursing the rabbi and saying horrible things to the rabbi, and the students were very upset and very insulted and, and, and wanted to so to speak, react to this guy. And the rabbi said, no, 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 I'll take care of it. I'll take care of this. And he walked up to the man and he looked at him and sweetly said, can we invite you into our sukkah? Mm -hmm. And the man broke down and started to cry and said, nobody's ever invited me into their sukkah. And what the rabbi saw in this man is that he was angry at them because he felt that they did not embrace him and that they were not welcoming him so he reacted, you know, in the way that he thought they were relating to him. And uh, and sometimes, you know, when people are mean to us, they're they're actually looking for intention. They're looking for some kind of response. They're looking for a relationship with you. They don't know how to have a positive one with you. So they're trying to have a negative one with you. And maybe you need to break the negative circuit. Maybe that's one thing to recognize. Mm. Uh, but there's another thing to recognize that loving your neighbor as yourself does not mean that you have to love their character traits. Doesn't mean that you have to love their political ideology. It means to act in a way that is in their best interest. Hmm. And uh, and 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 so I, I don't I don't have to like you know the way you dress, and I don't have to like the way you think. I that I don't have to do that. That's not the mitzvah. The mitzvah is to act in a kind way to people in a way that can benefit them. Uh, it might be the kindest thing you can do for a person is to give them rebuke. You know, it's interesting. Rebuke is in English also referred to as reproof. And in Hebrew, it's called tochacha. And tochacha comes from the same word to prove, lohochiach. So reproof and tochacha really is a good translation because when you, when you give someone reproof, you're kind of giving them proof that you care about them. Of course, only if it's coming from a place that you care about them and you're not just simply trying to get back at them and make yourself feel good about yourself by putting them down. But sometimes the kindest thing you can do is let a person know what they're doing wrong because if they knew what they were doing wrong, maybe they'd be able to fix it. But of course, you can only do that if you feel that you are the right person to share that that you're sharing it from really a selfless place and not because you want to get back at them and hurt them. And you're sharing it with somebody that you think they possibly could hear it. Because if you don't, if you really don't believe they can hear it, then they, they shouldn't be saying it. Hmm. So in a sense, 
it's interesting how we always think of love as being something positive, make you feel good. But when love can also, I think the way you're explaining it, if it's coming from the right place, even show up and manifest itself as rebuke because it's coming from this place of care, which I can actually really sense that in a parent is to me a good example of that. Because obviously a parent can rebuke a child in the wrong way, but a parent has many times where they're showing love through that rebuke. If they wouldn't rebuke their child, that would show a lack of care and concern. Absolutely. Hmm. Absolutely. But essentially, you know, I'm a big believer in what I call tiny tasks for terrific transformation. Ooh, I you like know, that. I mean, very often people think that you have to take these leaps forward in your life. But the truth is our life is made of these little steps. And, you know, and, a, and everybody knows, a, a, you know, a journey of many miles is composed of one step and another step and another step. And uh, if we could just identify what's the one step that you could do to bring a little bit more caring, kind energy into your life, Hmm. something small. That's why, you know, we're not talking about, you know, donating a wing to a hospital unless you have those means. But 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 it, it really starts. It can start very small and it can and it probably really should start with your the circle closest to you you know like I I had a student whose father was known to be an extraordinary doctor he was incredibly selfish selfless in his community had a a stellar reputation the only thing is that he would beat up his daughter and give her a black eye Hmm. and so when he came to the public persona he was a incredible man of uh you know, stellar values. But the truth is, when it came to his own family, he was really kind of a jerk (laughs) and abusive. So, you know, sometimes it's easy to be nice to strangers than those who are closest to you. But those who are closest to you are the ones that deserve your first attention. That's an important priority because I think sometimes we always think working on ourselves is working in that more outer circle. And what you're sharing is, first of all, you said starting with yourself, then moving out, as you're saying, to your more inner circle, your family members, as still part of the work of love your neighbor as yourself. Then you can move outwards, but meaning not to neglect the the inner parts of that circle with myself and my family, just focusing on the outer circle. That's a very important point. Yes. I mean, ultimately, though, what you're sharing here is so significantly important because I think sometimes we get stuck in thinking about does someone else deserve, like maybe I've been hurt by someone, maybe do they don't deserve my loving, loving them. But at the other hand, what I think the point of this is that I need to focus on where my behavior is. If I'm going to be a loving person, it's not about someone else, although in terms of it is when you said make sure it's what's in their best interest, but it's about me putting forth actions that create more love in the world. And to a certain extent, would you agree that if it's sometimes a more challenge in my expressing that love to another, then that maybe also has a higher potential to creating more of a positive energy in the world? Well, you know, that's what's called unconditional love. If all the conditions are in favor of my love, then what's unconditional about it? Unconditional love means precisely when the conditions are challenging my love, precisely when I don't feel like being nice to you, I'm going to be nice to you anyways. Mm. You know, again, I'm not going to let you get away with things. That doesn't mean I'm going to let you get away with things. But I I, I, I should not be returning, you know, uh, bad, you know, bad actions just because you have been being 
that to me. You know, uh, again, it's not like I'm forgiving you and saying you, you you shouldn't be you shouldn't be taking ownership of your behavior and changing. But 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 I, I, I do think that we should try and be kind in whatever way we can with everyone we can. And I know this will sound terrible, but sometimes the kindest thing you can do for an evil person who's trying to kill you is to kill them first, mm. you know, because they're doing such horrible things to themselves by trying to kill people, you know, so, so you're actually disarming them. You're protecting them from themselves. And uh, of course we don't want to kill anybody, but we do have a commandment to protect ourselves. If somebody's trying to kill you, then you have to protect yourself. And, and if you, if you have to kill them to stop them from killing you, that that's what you got to do, you know, but, but that might be actually the kindest thing you could do for them. Wow. So this actually gives good guidance in terms of recognizing, I think sometimes, again, we can get lost of where should our focus and energy be. And this really does give a good focus because it's, to me, it really seems like a good counter of there's darkness and we want to bring light. There's hate. The counterpart of the hate filling the world right now is to fill it with more love, starting with love of myself, love of my sending it out towards my family and extending it out to the greater community. And I hope with that, as we increase the love in the world, that will definitely bring more light during these dark times. I want to thank you all for joining us. Soul Talk, Rabbi David Aaron and Leora Mandel.